is the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. The podcast for financial advisors who want to create a thriving, successful, and scalable practice. Each week, we'll uncover the ways that you can improve your referrals, your team, your marketing, and your business operations, helping you to level up your advising practice, bring in more assets, and create the advising practice that you've dreamed of. You'll be joined by your hosts, Brian Sweet, who has more than half a billion dollars in assets under management, Brittany Anderson, the driving force for advisors looking to hire, improve their operations and company culture, and Dre Redfern, who can help you systematize and automate your practice's marketing to effortlessly attract new clients. So, what do you say? Let's jump into another amazing episode of The Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Welcome back to your Ultimate Advisor Podcast. This is Brittany Anderson, and I am here once again with the wonderful gentleman, Dre Redfern and Mr. Brian Sweet. Now, today's topic I am personally excited about for you because we're going to talk about this whole concept of goal setting and being that, that new year, new you that you see and hear everywhere because in the marketing world, they love it and everybody and their mother has grabbed onto that title and ran with it. So we often get to the end of each and every year and we promise ourselves that whole new year, new year, new you. It's a fresh start. It's a, it's a chance to maybe do something or take on something that you have not committed time or attention to. This can apply both in our personal life. Maybe it's in the form of, of weight loss targets or relationships that you want to kindle or whatever the case is, whatever is most important to you. And then it also applies to our business. For whatever reason, December 31st has kind of turned into this reset button of, okay, that year is wrapped up. There's, there's a nice bow on it. And now we get to move on to the next year. When in reality, it's really just another day on January 1st. (laughs) So what I want to talk about today is how the problem with setting these resolutions, the problem with the commitments of new year, new you, I'm going to be different this year is that all too often, we do not change our environment around us to actually support our new commitments. And that can be really dangerous when it comes to the psyche of setting targets and then potentially missing them. This is why so many people, when they set, let's just use the diet goal per se, is that they set some big proverbial number of I'm going to lose 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever the case is, but they don't change their environment to support that. So there's still garbage in their pantry. There's still garbage in their fridge. There's things that they're putting in their body. They don't have a plan for exercise or an accountability partner. Well, all of this can be absolutely relative to your business as well. If you have a brand new AUM goal, you have a brand new production goal, but you're not willing to do anything different to get it. You're just like, man, all these efforts, this is the year, this is the year that we're just going to all of a sudden have these huge numbers, but you aren't necessarily willing to put in the work to get there. That contributes to the definition of insanity. So Brian, I would love to pass it over to you. You're actually the one that put this first whole definition of insanity thing in my head and I can't get it out. So I'll have you take the floor. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, I I think uh, I might be like most advisors in that 
when you talk about the end of the year and planning for the next year, that's really a love-hate relationship. And you get to look back and go, you know, what did I accomplish? And unfortunately, a lot of times you focus on the negative and what didn't I get done. But I, I think, you know, this definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is really one of the big problems that we all have in that when you look back or you look forward and you try to say, well, what, what caused us not to meet that goal or what do I need to do to meet my new objectives? A lot of times what we'll find out is we didn't do anything different. We did the same things and got the same results, which is what you should expect. So the key is you got to try something new and you tr got to try something different because that's the only way you're going to get some different results. And so I think the other thing that's really important when you come to the first of the year and you want to make some, some changes is you know, nothing really happens until after you commit to a new goal. So you can talk about it all day long and tell your friends and your teammates that we're going to do this. But if you really haven't committed to that new goal, I can pretty much guarantee you, you're going to have the same results and be very disappointed at the end of the year. And one little thing that I'll kind of start, you know, the podcast out with is I think the key to setting the standard for your year, for your week, is what you do to begin each day. And so one of the things I think everybody that wants to improve should consider if they're not already doing this is, and we'll actually have a really good podcast on this uh, coming up shortly with a friend of mine named John Moshides, but the secret is really to have a morning routine. And really, all the good things that are going to happen probably will happen before 8 o'clock. And if you have the right routine and set your right mindset, put your three most to-dos down, and whatever it is that you need to do for a day to make it a successful day, if, if you consciously think about those and journal your thoughts and I've got several things on mine. I will tell you, it's been remarkable, the change in the results, simply by having a morning routine, because you're consistently thinking about all the things that need to get done. And it's kind of amazing that the more you think about what needs to happen, those things just kind of pop up and present themselves and the solutions just seem to happen. So that would be one quick suggestion. I love that. And I think, Brian, you actually, you made me think of something from a planning meeting that we had, gosh, I think it was two or three years ago at Sweet Financial. And you brought this piece of paper where you had written down as part of a strategic coach exercise, you wrote down, I think it was 10 different goals or targets that you had for yourself that were going to span over a 10 year period. And the simple act of writing them down, and like you said at the beginning, committing to them 
you would accomplish every single one. So I think that is incredible. And it's such a testament to creating that routine. Part of what Brian was just talking about here with creating that, that morning routine, something that you can commit to is that you're, you're forcing your brain into a state where you are looking at all of the great things that you are trying to accomplish and achieve. So Dre, I want to throw it over to you because I know that you have some suggestions on some really simple tweaks that can make this whole concept even more impactful. So I'd love for you to share those with our audience. Thanks, Brittany. So this, this is like more, I'm glad we've sort of like, we're, we're talking about morning routines a little bit because I absolutely love this stuff. So, you know, there's a, there's a Dan Sullivan quote, measure the gain, not the gap. And I think that's an important thing to recognize when going through all of this is that, you know, you want to realize that, you know, focus on the positive, like the gains that you're improving and not necessarily all of the gaps that you may realize as we talk about some of these things. But Brittany mentioned about environment. And in your business, in your life, in your marriage or uh, relationships, in your home environment, your environment needs to be something that supports you and doesn't hinder you. And so one of the first things when talking about a new year or a new you is that people make these goals or these new year's resolutions, but they don't do anything to set themselves up for success and they don't change their environment. So some of them may say, I'm going to uh, lose 30 pounds this year. Like, okay, it's a very common goal, probably to lose weight in the new year. But what have you done to set your environment up for success? Do you still have all of the junk in the pantry and the freezer? Is your environment still like, you know, conducive to you eating more of the things that aren't necessarily healthy? What are you doing to maybe wake up earlier? What, what sort of habits are you instilling in your life? Now, on the topic of habits, the idea of it only takes 21 days to create a habit is false. It doesn't, that's not actually the case. They've proven this time and time again. It actually takes 66 days to 365 days to actually have a habit that can serve you your whole life. The problem is it only takes one day to destroy that habit. So in order to destroy it, what happens with most people is they don't have an environment that actually supports them for the long run. So a friend of mine, his name is uh, Sean Acor. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He was our next door neighbor for several years. One of the things that Sean would do every morning to set himself up in a new year and so on and so forth was that he would actually wear his gym clothes to bed the night before. So the moment he got up, he would literally just roll out of bed and run out the stair, run down the stairs and it off to the gym. That way is one less decision that he had to make in the morning that was potentially prohibit him from, uh, you know, reaching his fitness goals. And along that line, if you're interested in habits and, and, and improving your habits in the morning, there's a great book by the guy named James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. It sold well over a million copies in the last year or so. Wonderful book about mornings, uh, mornings and habits. And the other book around mornings uh, is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. We've referenced that book a couple times on the podcast. But regardless of what you're doing, you need to have an environment that supports you when it comes to this new year. So whether that's uh, an accountability partner like Brittany mentioned or setting some, making some sort of change in your environment because there's a quote by Meredith Wilson that I absolutely love. It says, if you pile up enough tomorrows, all that you'll wind up with is a lot of empty yesterdays. So the idea is that like, oh, I'll start that tomorrow or I'll do that tomorrow. I'm not going to actually get up and I'm going to wake up earlier tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow, but you're not, you're going to only have a whole bunch of empty yesterdays. So it's really important when getting some clarity on your goals. And as Brian said, your commitments when going into the new year, but actually 
not only something that just manages to hold you over for a couple of weeks, something that allows you to build motivation and build momentum so that you actually continue with these habits so that it is a new year, but it's also a permanent new you, not something that's temporary. So the other thing that I would say as far as like just the idea of a new year, new you is that when we, we start this new year, Brian was referencing, we, we write down all the goals and we do all of these things. We feel like we're checking all the boxes to level, level ourselves up, but we easily get dragged back into those old patterns. And there's a quote from Dwight D. Eisenhower. He says, I have two kinds of problems, the urgent and the important. The urgent are not important and the important are never urgent. And that is so freaking important when it comes to actually managing your morning and managing the way that you run your life and your day. Because for most people, you immediately wake out of bed, you've opened up your phone and you're like, oh, I've got this email and that email. And you immediately go into your, your brain starts firing and not only dopamine, but you're also into fight or flight mode, depending on the, the level of uh, stresses that are occurring at the office or whatever the scenario is. You need to spend some time really realizing what is urgent, what is important, maybe important. And maybe you don't open that cell phone for the first hour or 90 minutes of the day. So you can get more clarity on some of those big goals and the things that are actually create momentum into your life that can help you really achieve some of those goals that you, that you want to achieve in this coming year. So that being said, Brittany, I know you've got some, you know, some, some ideas of how maybe someone could take the tools and planners and all the things out there to really adapt them for potentially themselves. So I, I, I unloaded a lot there. I, I have a tendency of talking too much around morning routines, but I love this stuff. So uh, let, me, let me hand it off to you. When it's good stuff, Dre, you just keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there was a saying that popped in my head. I cannot for the life of me remember who said this, where it came from, but they, we talked a lot about health. We talked about weight loss and those are typically the things that people hone in on. Now, I think it's really important to give a why behind that. Like, why are we on a, you know, essentially a, a business, a marketing and operations, a team's podcast talking about losing weight in the new year and changing your environment? Well, I think that the reason and the why behind that is that there's a saying out there that says, a man who has his health has a thousand wishes and one who does not has one. And I think that is so important because as business owners, as second in commands as well, there are so many responsibilities and tugs at your attention. And then you throw in the mix too. You, you, there's some of you out there who might have kids at home and responsibilities there and you have four seconds to yourself once a week. <laughs> and it's important to understand that you have to allocate time to take care of you. So if you are setting those targets for your year, you're committing to what is important for you to succeed in the new year, you need to set one health goal. Even if you're in good shape, even if your weight is at a, a healthy range, it's still important to do something for yourself to make your health even better. So I had to touch on that. And then of course, because I, I love the team stuff, we got to flip to this for a second. Now, when you look at, Brian shared earlier, the definition of insanity, you know, it's doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Well, I think that this ties back to the expectations that you have for yourself, for your business, and of your team. 
If your expectations of your team, of yourself, and of your business remain exactly the same year over year without any added, the the term pressure comes to mind. That's not said in a negative way, but without enhancing the expectation that you want your team to produce, then you're really going back into the definition of insanity. So what I would encourage you to do is to look at who are your team members? Who are the people on your team right now? Do you have the right butts in seats? Do you have the right people there that are helping you to steer the ship in the direction that you want it to go? Or are there some that's taking the oar, dragging the opposite way, basically halting your progress? So you have to have those tough conversations with yourself, with your leadership team. You have to look at it through a completely different lens if you want to make great strides in your business. So again, what are, who are the people that are on your team? What are your expectations of them and you? And you as a leader, you have to be the one to lead by example in that regard. So if you want to create a culture of, let's just say, lifetime learners, people who are constantly growing and striving, then you've got to model that because they're looking to you. They're looking to you as the leader, whether you are the owner or you're the second in command, you're in a position where people are watching you. So you have to lead by example. Now, I want to just comment that even with all of the the tools, we talked in uh, episode 12 of our 12-part series where we talked about characteristics of top advisors, about using tools, using, uh, there's a tool from Strategic Coach called the Experience Transformer, where you can look at making a a process, an event, an activity, or whatever it is in your business, making it even better using that tools. But with all the tools, with all the planners, with the best morning routine, all of that stuff all combined together, there is one thing that can actually throw us off track. Now, before I give away that golden nugget, because I want to end with like a mic drop on this one, because it's good. Before I end with that golden nugget and I give a few takeaways that you can implement immediately, Dre and Brian, is there anything that either of you want to add? Brittany, I I just have one thing kind of taken off on what Dre said earlier. And I think one of the things that happen is we all have really great intentions when we start the year. And we're going to make it different. We're going to, you know, make these changes. And maybe we've even committed to it. But when Dre mentioned, you know, the whirlwind or the tornado hits, and then you're thrown into that, you know, craziness, it's really easy to just go back to what you've done before. And that's why it's so important to go back, say, and do this morning ritual where you're always reviewing and reading what's important and not what's urgent. And that gets you back on track or will help you get back on track. And another thing that you alluded to, Brittany, as far as the team, is if it happens to you, it's even more likely to happen to your team. And so if they have a morning ritual or things that they understand that are really important that they can review and read every day so that they don't lose track of what's important and get caught up in the urgency, uh, that's really important also. So if you could do both of those things for yourself and your team, it'll exponentially affect your uh, results that you'll have in 2020. 
I, I second is. that. Like that, that in and of itself, if you were to only change one thing in the new year and you were to still, you know, keep everything else the same, that in and of itself could radically transform uh, many people's lives. Just that simple little nugget. I think that is so true and so relevant. All of that is such, such good stuff. So I want to go back. We talked some really good things. Brian brought up a great point now with not just having a morning routine for yourself, but also for your team members. That is all exceptional. There is one thing, however, that if you let this get to you, it can throw you off track. And that is the act of comparison. So here's the deal. The only person, and I repeat, the only person that you should be trying to be better than is who you were yesterday. Stop the comparison game. We are actually dedicating an entire episode uh, next week to this particular topic because it is so important. It is so important to realize that the only person you should be comparing yourself to is you. That is how you gain momentum. And we have got some awesome little golden nuggets in the next episode that ties into every aspect of your business and how you can make that come to life. Now, top three takeaways from today that you could put into action immediately. Number one is to create a morning routine. Brian and Dre both gave some great examples and whys behind that. Highly encourage you to to take that and, and absolutely put it into action. The second is Dre's mention of focusing on the gains. Focus every single day. Maybe it's in the form of a gratitude journal. Maybe it's in just a couple quick lines of focusing on where is the abundance in your life? Where are the great things or what are those great things that are happening that you can devote your mind and attention to versus the gaps in the business? And finally... I would encourage you to manage your expectations. Again, this ties back to the whole conversation of managing the expectations of yourself, of your business, and of your team. If you can level up what you expect out of the people that are working with you, out of yourself, you are setting yourself up for such great success. So that rounds out this episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. We will catch you back here next week. Hey, Brittany here. We hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. To access the key takeaways, the show notes, and any deliverables, go to ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. And while you're there, check out the Ultimate Advisor Mastermind if you want to learn ways to maximize your income, your impact, and your legacy through an automated practice, a self-managing team, and a killer culture that clients can't stay away from. We look forward to seeing you back here in next week's episode.